When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello and welcome to the Middlesex County Cricket League podcast. My name's Dan Huff from... Twickenham. This is the first episode of 2024. We've just come off the back of some pretty freezing weather. It's a bit milder now. The cricket season still feels like it's a fair old time away, but there is, as you might expect, plenty for us to talk about. So as ever, I'm here with Sam and Ali from North London. Sal, how are you? You good? Yeah, Dan, happy new year to you. Hope you're all well. I know you've had a bit of a... um... Bit of a bug going around, not feeling too obvious, but good to see you on the mend with your truth and scarf. Yeah, a bit, bit, bit underwear. I've got four layers on in my own living room here. Uh, and part of that is just because I'm, yeah, cruising along at about 50% rather than 100. Quick check in. Are Arsenal still not winning the league? Or where they're not winning the FA Cup? No, Saturday wasn't. I mean, the first half wasn't great, but we've obviously got the game one in the second half. Two, again, Liverpool two weeks' time, probably the fourth. That's a big one. See how that one goes. But yeah, yeah. We're, we're, sort of, we're in there still. It's, yeah. Well, they know they need another striker, don't they? It's, it's the biggest, big question. Do we sign one in the window? I don't think they will by the sounds of it. We'll have to work what we've got. There are players coming back into the side pretty soon who may sort of bolster things and make us a bit stronger again. But, you know. We'll Every club there. in English football needs a striker, don't they? Yeah. You know? well, apart from Man City. And Liverpool. Well, even they would probably take one if the one were available, wouldn't they? But yeah, I'm mean, like Haaland's yeah. all right. And I'll give him his yeah, yeah, But I, I presume you're speaking with the big news in English football. We're recording on Monday, the 27th of Jan, and there is a vacancy at the new meadow for a new coach. And I'm, I'm in. Oh, okay. Cotchard's gone. Well, no, Cotchard went in the summer. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, he overspent his budget. He likes spending money and we don't owe me that. So he went. And Matt Taylor used to be at Pompey, was our, was our mm. coach. And he started off okay, but we've scored like, you know, 16 goals in 28 games, Sal. There was a point at the beginning of December where we scored 20% of our league goals in injury time against Reading. <laughs> You know, we, we don't, and so with that, I mean, we're, amazingly, we're not in the relegation zone, but yeah, he's he's got his P45. So, yeah, if, if you're looking for a new job, if the teaching's not well, you, you can do then, a job, Dan, man. You're, 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 you know, you're a man for all, all, all seasons. You can it would feed my that. obsessions. That's right. But I suspect I'm not going to get it. So I'll stick to podcasting, I reckon. Yeah. And, and, that's the yeah, way to go. 
Cool. Now, a couple of things that we were going to flag up. First of all, just before Christmas, we had the Middlesex County Cricket League AGM. Now, every serious organisation out there, whether it's North London Cricket Club, Twickenham Cricket Club, organisations that are, you know, over and beyond sport, has, has an AGM. Now, they're not normally rock and roll, and I don't like AGMs that are rock and roll. We once one had, a, had one at Twickenham where there was a vote for the 15 captaincy, and it ended up being a tie. And a secretary, this was like, I, I, had, a, I had a coronary, what to do about a tie for a, for a 15 skipper. So we had, we had to have a, a rerun of that. I don't like that. Don't want that. And the Middlesex AGM was, was nowhere near as high octane as that. But stuff did happen. And I think it's probably worth us just t- touching on a couple of things that have changed that, that might be of use to, to, to folks getting ready for the season when it begins in May. Do you want, where, where do you want to start, Sam? Well, I like this one here. Actually, just checking, obviously, from my umpire's hat on here. There's been a change in limited overs matches. Any games umpired by panel umpires during the, the overs format, so uh, limited overs games, rather than teams, if, you, if you're overrated slow and not up to task, rather than you being penalised penalty runs, you now have one less fielder in the fielding circle. Yeah, I saw that. So the additional fielder to be placed in the fielding circle, so you lose one of your outfielders, basically. And this Which is, I think that's happening the in the one yeah, yeah, that's... Yeah. Now, obviously, it makes it a little bit more tricky for umpires. Need to be on the ball a little bit more in the last few overs. I mean, you'll be either way, I suppose. Check it if you're in there anyway. So it makes no difference, personally, I think. But yeah, so I, like, I like that one. I like that change. Yeah. No dose in there, so you've got to keep on it. Mm. Totally, 100%. But that is something that will, I, that I guarantee you, that will catch someone out because it's the type of thing oh, that people will forget, won't know, won't have been told, all the rest of it. And, uh, and the questions you get asked as an umpire when you're umpiring from players in first term cricket who you, you think have been playing the game for a long time, you'd be amazed. The randomness and absurdity of them is, is amazing. I'm going to give you a chance in a future pod to reveal some of these without revealing any names. Okay. I, I'll I write got, them down next time. I'll make a little note of the ones list. I get asked during the season. Yeah. yeah. I was once on par for the twos at Twickenham a long time ago, 15 years ago, and somebody asked me whether we were playing leg before wicket. <laughs> and it wasn't being facetious. It wasn't as if I just turned one down. It was like, well, yeah, I think we probably are. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Given it's in the laws of the game, I think we probably should. Yeah. <laughs> I won't mention it. wasn't against North London. I should hasten no, to add. No, I think we're all in our in there. Yeah, there's a couple of things caught my mind, caught my eye. First of all, there was quite an interesting debate about players playing in the league who are professional cricketers, but who don't play for Middlesex. So Middlesex contracted players, of course, can play in the league. And there are regulations about where they can play, but that's, that's pretty uncontroversial. People know about that. But there was a debate last year about whether we should allow players who are contracted to other clubs, uh, other county clubs, to come and play in Middlesex. Now, I guess the argument is they're going to be pretty good players. They're professional cricketers and they would improve the league. But clearly not everybody bought into that and there was a debate about it at the AGM. What was your instinct on this one, Sal? It's a tricky one, all right? Um, the, the rules are set. I, I mean, I know there was a vote on it, Dan. I think you came up second best in that from obviously explaining That's it right. to everyone else. Uh but kind I think of, you, could, you could go either way, couldn't you? I, th- I think there is a plausible case. Yeah. You know, we should get as many good players in the league as we possibly can. And as long as they're registered properly, as long as, long as there's no registration issues at all, it's before whatever it is, the 31st of July, and it's all been done in the right category, then just get good players in. Versus, I mean, clubs might try and get lots of good players in from lots of different places, and that could skew the league. And uh, which way would you tip? I mean, you, you, obviously, you know what happened at the AGM, but what, what, would, you, yeah. what would be your instinct on this? I'll probably stick with the current. I know you made a good point off air about, for instance, if you know, 
Jovan moving into the air and to the fact that game of cricket, you know, maybe who would say no to him playing for your club? And obviously, if the challenge maybe bowling to him as well, they get smacked everywhere. However. I can tell you now, if Jovan um, turned up at Twickenham Green, there'd be a queue of people wanting to open the bowling. Yeah. I mean, it'd probably be 250, not know, but there'd be a queue of people who want that scalp. And I'll be honest now, I'll put my cards on the table. I was a bit surprised that mm. other folks saw it as differently as they did. And and, and I, I sort of put my hand up at the meeting and said, what, what, what exactly is the problem with attracting good players? You know, got to be properly registered, got to, you know, all the rest of it. No, not, not payment, obviously. And there was a vote, Sal. Or there was, there was an, how many people would vote against the committee's proposal to prevent this? And uh, I was a bit lonely, mate. I heard. It was one, twitch me, versus, well, I think there were 75 clubs there or something, or 75 clubs in the league. So, so yeah, yeah. I, I didn't get, get through on that one. But you tried, does, Dan? I tried. Yeah. I mean, to be honest, not a ditch side dying, but I, did, no. I, I do like the idea of good players coming and playing. You know, mm. I, I think that but is... But then is, is there... Is there... I mean, say for instance, you know, Root turns up. Hopefully, you know, speaking obviously, just use them as an example. The, the last game of the season, say for instance, and actually, probably can't register at the time unless. Well, but he has to be registered for the first of July. But imagine he had been. It's possible. He had been. He played the last game too. Then it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a game which is either type of cider or quite a crucial game. You know, how does that sort of fare? It wouldn't be. I don't think that would sit well with certain people. You know what? Lots of things don't sit well with people. Like, so. Obviously. Yeah, lots of people get annoyed about loads of stuff. If he's properly registered and he turns up, then suck it up, guys, get him out. But I appreciate yeah. that may just be me. And of course, I don't play at that level. <laughs> that level, breaking um, back left hand or something, you know. Oh yeah, that's an idea. He probably he's probably still scored two hundred. Yeah, true. Just a reverse hits or whatever it would be all the time. But anyway, regardless of what I think, that's just a personal view. And, and Twicken have voted one way, but it ain't happening. So the only professional cricketers who can play in the league are going to be contracted players to Middlesex. And that wasn't quite true last year. It is true now. Anything else, Sam? I'm uh, just looking at the list here. I mean, that's the one, the two, the one I mentioned about the year, obviously the, the, the changes in the, in the uh, situation for the Overs games. I mean, it seems like everything is sort of pretty straightforward here, really, Dan. Yep. I mean, there was two, um, two other things that I reckon are worth mentioning that they're not going to change too many people's worlds. But if a team calls off so cries off and gives the 10 points to the opposition as they will if they cry off. And all of the games in that division are subsequently rained yes. off. Then they will no longer, the team that got the 10 points because the other side couldn't couldn't get 11 players, they won't get yeah. 10 points anymore. They'll just yeah, get... It happened last year, I think. There was a weekend where all the teams were rained apart from one game was played. And, and, the, and I think the team that won was near the top of the table as well. So yeah, yeah. I like that. It makes a difference. Get, yeah, getting 10 points when everybody else gets three. To stress, though, the team that couldn't raise the team, if they cried off at the last minute, they will still be penalised, even if the game never was never played. They, they don't get anything for, for not being able to this, field the team. There's something that wasn't actually was proposed, like you know, mentioned, but it wasn't actually voted on, but it was about the points scoring in Premier League cricket, yep. which was interesting about maybe regarding the changes in method of awarding points, discussion has to be had. So that'd be interesting yep. what, they sort of, what kind of questions come out from that, what kind of... What's the situation looking at? How they look to change it? What's going to be the different new sort of system they want to put in place? Yep. I mean, I think that's a hornet's nest. I think there's always people who have different of ideas course. about yeah. point systems. But I know the Premier League clubs have been talking about about this amongst themselves, not to try and rig anything to change it, no. but they, they did want to put some coherent ideas forward. And, and Christian Martin from Ealing hadn't, hadn't quite got to the point where they, they were going to do that. Their issue, just to flag it, is I think in the all-day games. And okay a feeling that you don't quite get enough for winning an all-day game of cricket. Okay. 
compared to what you would get for winning a limited overs game. So I think that's yeah. driving it, but quite how the points would would pan out, far from certain. But I think this is going to be a discussion ongoing. So it might be worth keeping an eye on emails from Nick, uh, Nick Brown, League Secretary, or on the Middlesex County League website to see if contributions to that debate are, are, are sought. And if they are sought, people can dive in. Um, one other thing that I very quickly, there was a discussion around non-turf pitches, so astro pitches, mm. artificial pitches. And I think Middlesex are quite keen on this. They feel that ultimately will help more cricket be played. And I see the angle. But of course, the challenge is how best to how to get these pitches created. That's one thing. But also, yeah. who, you know, how we should regulate playing on them. And the, the league has now come up with some quite clear rules. For example, any first 11 in Division 6 or below can now use a non-turf pitch, right? What they can't do is decide to use it on a Tuesday before a game. You have to say yeah. at the start of the season. Now, I don't know about you, Sal, but I think there'll probably be some dispensation if a club goes and makes a specific case saying for the rest of the season we must do this, but you ain't going to be changing pitches on a Friday night. That's no. not happening. But there is definitely more allowance of non-turf pitches in, in the league. And I guess it's a good idea, right? It makes sense just to do due to the lack of facilities in, in the county. We've got so many clubs now playing cricket, so many teams actually as well, you know, down to sort of third, fourth, fifth, eleven, even six, seven, obviously even seven at some point. There's a just there's a lack of facilities. So what you do, you've got to try and find what the next best thing available and if in MTP North Turpitch is our next option, then people playing cricket, it's it's healthy for the county. It's not ideal obviously, but if it means you get twenty two guys on the pitch playing cricket every weekend, then I think it's a great idea. Yep. Well, I think, I think as ever, there, there could well be details that are tricky, but the, the league is, is certainly saying that new clubs, yeah. they will need to look at these non-turf pitches because there's no good a new club just basically half-inching a pitch from another club in the league who suddenly haven't got yeah. a pitch to play on. You know, yeah. And that could happen if you go into councils, you know, if you get there before. Of course. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. so I think the league is trying to work on that tricky one, though. Tricky one. I don't think it's easy to get it right, but the bottom line is there'll be more non-turf pitches around in future years than there have been in the past. So much for that. Now, I think we'll get to arguably the most interesting part of the pod. I mean, you shouldn't say that some parts of your own podcast are not very interesting, should you? But nonetheless, we've been asked by the league to help out in making the draws for the two premier 50 over competitions, 50 over cup competitions, the Middlesex Trophy and the uh, and the Middlesex Cup. So we think we're ready, don't we, Sal? Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I think so, Dan. Yeah, you've got everything prepared. We're ahead of the game. So hopefully yeah. all goes to plan. Like, this will be recorded and yet people will be able to see my four layers and, 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 and shivering soul on Instagram. You might even be watching it on Instagram now. But I've, I've managed to get a, a, a very flashy... Windsor and Maidenhead cycling proficiency. No, no, no expense spared from our in our finance department. Make sure that you've got the correct equipment. Absolutely, this cost a fortune. Well, okay, Stan and Vince, my limited kids edition, it. is it? That's limited edition. That's what, it is. Yeah. That's what it is. And it's very, very sort of luminous yellowy. And I have got fourteen numbers in here, Sal, and yep. they are the fourteen teams who who are in the Middlesex Trophy. Now, correct. ideally. You'd like a multiple of eight here. So there are two buys in this stage of the of the competition. And whoever is drawn out first will get a buy. And whoever's the last one in will also get a buy. And that's quite important because the draw is, I always think it's like the, the World Snooker Championship. And you can see it. You know who you're going to be playing against. Yeah. And if you're the first team out, you're pretty lucky because you're going to be home all the way. If you're the last yeah. team out, you know, make sure you've got your ULEZ <laughs> sorted or whatever because you're, you know, you'll need to be need to be traveling, but that's the way the cookie crumbles, right? So I'm going to draw the numbers out and I'm going to make sure that people see them here in my safer steps bag. So and then yeah, Sal has a list of here. all the teams, right? Sal, tell me you I do. I do, Dan, right in front of me. Yes, I'm ready to okay. go. Okay. So if you've got that, then I will show the number to Sal and anybody who's odd enough to be watching on Instagram <laughs> and we'll see where that takes. So the first number in the Middlesex Trophy is going to have a buy and that is... Number 13. Number 13, which is Winchmore Hill. Okay. Now one second. Winchmore Hill. So not only do they get a bye, but they're going to be at home all the way through from the second. Yeah, nice round to be at home. Yeah, not a bad place to go to. Yeah. play your matches. So, yeah. Nice Having set. said that, all the way through is overcooking it a bit because what it really means is the quarterfinals and the semifinals, isn't it? <laughs> but whatever. Yeah. yeah. Better yeah. to be home than away. Right. The next so one. So they've got a bye. The next two are going to be playing each other. Yes. Winchmore Hill are through to round two. So, the next number is number five. Number five, who is Eden Trail Finders. Eden Trail Finders. Okay. The play oh, I've never played there, so if you've never yeah. played it. It's a nice food. They've got the rugby set up, which is amazing there, but they've got lots of good facilities there. Cool. They're going to be playing number 10. Number 10 is Kenton. Newly Kenton. promoted into Division 1. Okay, so they will have played... I'd have thought, Ealing Trail Finders. Yeah, played the show last season, if I'm correct. Yes, they would have. Yes, yeah. enough times. Right, next up we have number Legs 11. Number 11, South Hampstead. So it's relegated last season. Bit of a disappointing season for those guys, but they'll be hoping to bounce back and Absolutely. get another home tie. Yep, they are. Always a, I always think always a bit... You don't quite know what you're going to get with an Upton. Yeah. Classic cup side. I don't call like the weather we had last season. Absolutely. They'll be playing number four. Number four. You're a Chiswick. Chiswick. Dangerous team. Quite didn't have enough to grow up last season, but they've got a lot of good players. And again, that won't be an easy game. They're actually both in the same division, so it's almost like a division 
two. Am I, am I right? Yeah. Chizzy could probably fancy himself to go up as well. Yeah, yeah, don't be up for that. Yeah. Right, next up. You can see I'm a professional, so I've even drawn a line under this one. So I didn't number get it mixed two? up. Number nine. Number nine. So number, number nine, my screen's Indian Jim Khan. An umpire can't read. That's, that's number nine. I oh, know, not very good. Jim Khan, who got to the final last season, so they'd be hoping to go one better this season. Talking to Jim Khan, I did see that Parminder Singh has been playing in pastures far away and doing quite well. I'll have to get the video yeah. vintage over to you. Yeah, he's, he's not wintering at home. He's not an idiot. Um, right, so in. How's his house coming along? Has he finished the house yet? Uh, you know what? I'll have to investigate that in the one. No, no, in Palmy, probably not, but we'll, right. it'll be a bit, bit chilly if he hasn't. Indian Jim will be at home to number three. Number three, Brentham. Also relegated last season. So, yeah. That'll be interesting in terms of how the season fares this year for those guys. Does that count as local derby? I mean, yeah. anything over the other side of the Angle Lane, but it is really. Yeah. yeah. Could be. Right. Next team at home, number one. Who is AP? Ali Pally. Never a bad place to go. Good tea, sounds what no, they tell me. Yeah, yeah, no, no. There's a good tea, some good guys down there. Jimmy Abbott and the crew. Excellent. And okay. AP, home of the darts. They're going to be playing number 12. Number 12, Wembley. Wembley. Another side, I think, on their day. Could yeah. Be pretty, the best pretty season awkward. from last season, but he managed to stay in Division 2. So, yeah, that's going to be Division 3, the rest of Division 2. Yep. We now have... Number eight. Number eight, who is Harrow. Very good season last year, just missed out promotion. Some yeah. very good young players there. And some West Indian influence, if I remember rightly. And a couple of very good West Indian players who can be very lively on, yeah. on, on, on a pitch. Yeah, they've almost just make sure I've got one, not two. I have. So Harrow will be playing number six. Number six, East Coast. East Coast. Managed to stay up last year in Division 2, so an all Division 2 clash this, this this summer. Okay, now there should be. And that has been a heelous crime. Three teams left. Should in be about. three left. That's right, Dan. We're, yeah. we're, on the, we're on the right track. There's three we're left. Sort of on the right track. So this team will be at home. Yeah. Number two. Number two, and that's going to be Barnes. Barnes. Who are probably quite happy to be in this competition, seeing they are Division 1 side. Yeah. yeah. Like you would please to know, Sal, there are two bits of paper left in here. I'm giving them a bit of a I know who the two are. doesn't matter which one comes out. Okay, so we have got number 14. Number 14, who is Wickham House. Barnsley Wickham House, okay. And then the final team, let me just make All sure. Division 1 clash, actually, that one. That'd be a good game. All Division yeah, 1 clash. Yeah, it'd be interesting one, though. Yeah. And the we final team should last... be Enfield. I'm correct. I'll tell you what it is. It's number seven. You tell me. And it's Enfield. Enfield. Party time at Enfield. You guys have got a bye. Bad news. Quarter-final and semi-final, if you get there, we'll be away. But, you know, they are through. So, I'll read those. Oh, do you want to read those out again for us, Sal? Well, yeah, I, go for it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So, yeah. so, Wickham House, obviously, yeah. so Mitchell received a bye. The first picture, we've got Eden Shrofinders playing Kempton, Southampton playing Chiswick, Inigem Carlo versus Brentford, Alexandra Park versus Wembley, Harrow versus East Coast, Barnes versus Wickham House and Enfield also received the bye. Any particular one catch your eye, sir? You've got your Division 1 clash, Barnes and Wickham House from down, 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 down the order. And I think you've got to keep buying Jim Carter. Last year's, as I said, semi, sorry, finest last year. Uh, and they'll be hoping to go one better season, I think. So they'll be assigned maybe to watch this competition. Yep. 
One good thing about being drawn away in the gym, of course, was good curry. Exactly. Your Sunday, always a good curry. Right, we're going to be on to Middlesex Cup. Just so yep. you know, so I have a number 16 that's going in this time. Okay. And a number 15. Okay, so yep. I'll put them in. So if it's a little bit more straightforward. Much more easier. Yeah, no buys in this one. But the same logic, you know, holds. If you're the first team out of the draw, you got home games through to the final. If you win your games. Right, are you ready? Go for it then. Okay. Of course, North London and Twickenham are both in there, so I'm going to make a conscious effort of not looking at the bags. Yeah. I've been asked to, to buy a home. I can't remember what they are, which helps. Number 10. And that's going to be North Middlesex. North Mid. Mm. One of the favourites for the for the Cup. Are they are. Yeah, if they can get all their boys playing, they'll definitely a dangerous side in that format. Absolutely. No. Like most companies would say, really, I suppose. Potential yeah. local derby. I could think of at least one. So, well, be. There's at least two potential teams that three that, three that could be going really? there. Then. And it's number two. Brunsbury. Oh, Brunswick. Mm, that is an interesting one, yeah. Good game, that one. Middlesex v. Bron. Okay. I mean, all be good games, but yeah, that's an all Brunswick. Next up, we have number one. Acton, Sir Hill's team. Again, finalist last season. Had a great run in the competition. Fell short, defeated by Ealing, but... Great, great, you know, for those guys who Division 1 to get to the final and they had a great day out and they played some good cricket. Unfortunately, as I said, just didn't have enough to get, get over the line. But yeah. Yeah, I've not I been mean, to their new pavilion yet, which is a bit amazing. We do, right. Yeah, I've heard it's really good. So whoever we brilliant. draw now is going to have a good look at that. And very, very hospitable people. John Reeve and yeah. the crew there, brilliant, lovely people, get well yeah. looked after there. I feel embarrassed saying that because we drew Acton away in the cup last year and I couldn't get there. So, you know, if, if, if the same happens again. I mean, it's a bit of a maze when you get in there. It's such a massive facility. But yeah, as I said, it's a, it's, it's a good place to go. So I definitely recommend it, Dan. Cool. Well, they are playing. Number nine. Ah, uh, North London. Oh, that's a Division One tie. I mean, you, you would think that's probably. Is, I'm sure the boys will be at home, but never mind. Yeah, that's all good. That's the way it goes, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, Gov. Next one, number 12. Number 12, Shepherd's Bush. Shepherd's Quite a lot of Middlesex Cup action in that part of London. I'm assuming they play on the same day, which they might well not. Let's try to. Shepherd's Bush and Acton at home. I can see why they have balls rather than pieces of paper, Sal. I'm <laughs> yeah. trying to drag it out two at once here, is one thing. <clears throat> right. Okay. Shepherd's will play number 14. Number 14, Stanmore. Stanmore. Another mm. all-prem clash. Not traditionally. Champions. Uh, yeah. Stanmore. I was going to say, not just a, a good cup side, but currently champions. So Yes, that, indeed. We may have to tie the rain on our hands there. I think it could be. Right. Next up. I'm trying to remember all the names of the balls in bingo. And I'm rubbish. Can't remember any of them, except for this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah go on. Legs 11. I've said that before, and I'll say it again. Legs 11. Richmond, number 11 at home. Richmond. Richmond. Some very good young players there who I'm sure feel available and make things hard for anyone who comes to yeah. the The younger players are often more available on Sundays, aren't they, as well? So they'll probably be quietly fancying their chances. And they will play number six. Number six, Harris St. Mary's. That could be, that'd be a good game, that one. Richmond, oh, reliving battles from last year, of course. Did one. Yeah, definitely. What we got here, we have now got unlucky for some. Number 13. Number 13, which is Southgate. Southgate. I hope time for the guys at Southgate. 
Now, I love playing at the walking ground, but if I draw Twickenham to go to Southgate on a Sunday, I, I might as well resign. Yeah, but yeah. like Gary Mabbitt, we used to pull that Spurs to play Man City in the FA Cup. <laughs> yeah. Right, let's have a look. It is going to be Southgate. We're playing number three. Crouch End. Sort of quite a pretty local sure. game. Yeah, pretty sure. Maybe quite a local sort of a, not too far to trail for the Crouch End boys. I'm conscious that Twickenham and Teddy, they're both still in this. You'd probably get Teddington. No surprise. Yeah. Would be, would be perfectly what you'd expect. Number five. Number five, Finchley. Home time for Finchley. I had a good year last year. Manchester Open, your premiers are a fantastic achievement. Yeah. Um, and they'll be home this year to put I imagine. And also maybe get some cup glory at the same time. I think it certainly was a good achievement, actually. I think they they, they definitely fought, fought impressively last season. Yeah, yeah we would have had them down as well. I would as well. Had them down to go down, so, you know. They'll be playing number eight. Number eight, Hornsey. So another kind of local... Not call it a derby, but fixture in terms of where both yep. clubs are located. Four teams left. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Let's have a look here. Number 16. That's your guys. So you've got a home tie, Dan. You'll be pleased to hear. Okay. Well, I guess that's something, yeah. Yeah. Who's going to be, who's going to be coming to your place then? Well, I bet really look away here. I've got no idea. We will be playing. Let me just. Bags foil on the floor sale, but only oh, with two done. left in it, so it's not the end of the world. Number four. You're playing Ealing. <sighs> Reigning champions for the last two seasons. Well, no, I said Teddington wasn't a great option. <laughs> I'm not sure that's much better. <laughs> yeah, oh, so well, can maybe. they make it three in a row? That's their challenge. If anyone knows a future place, secretary of Green and Timber, can they do it? Sorry? Yeah. Yeah, if, if anyone wants to, to to take my place, then they'll they'll have the chance to do that. I think because I'm not sure so our boys will. Two left out should be Tennyson Harrowton. Just a matter of who's at home. Yep. Oh, good. We have got number fifteen. That's Tennyson. Tennyson. Assuming if everything's correct, they will play Harrowton at home. But obviously, well, just do to make sure. Assumption is the mother of all cockups. So let's yeah. just go through it. There's one more left in here. It is number twenty-three. No, number seven. And that is Harrowton. Yep, so well done, mate. Okay. Got it all correct. The potential for disaster was great, but we've managed somehow or other to avoid it. Do you want to did you write yeah. right, Sam? right, Dan. Yeah, so first time we had was North Middlesex playing Fron, all Prem Clash. So we've got all Division 1 Clash and Acton playing North London. Another, this is probably tied around for me in terms of, actually, there's a couple here. Another Prem Clash, Shepherds Bush playing Stanmore, Richmond, Harris at Mary's, Southgate, Crouch End, Finchley, Hornsey. Twickenham playing Ealing and Tennyson playing Harold Town. So good stuff. Yeah, Definitely lots of interest there. Now at the end of this on the TV, they always tell you when when you're going to play the ties, and I can do the same now. So they've got to be Perfect completed yeah. Yeah. by Sunday the 9th of June. So if you can complete it before then, then all good. But there may well be other cup game getting in the way or other Sunday fixtures. But Sunday the 9th of June is the is the last Sunday that the league wants is played by. And note as well, the clubs that, that, that need to provide both a qualified umpire and the scorer. Now, Keir Hopley, Paul Smith will happily try and find umpires for you. If you give them a bit of notice, then they almost always can. But ringing them on Saturday night isn't a great idea. Not but if you idea. give them notice, but they do want scorers as well, because of course, umpires and scorers basically work as teams, I always think so. Yeah, 100%. So, so clubs need to provide both, but if umpires are a challenge, then get in touch with Keir, get in touch with Paul, and they will they will see what they can do. Now, next up, I mean, we don't have to go into this in great detail because we've got plenty of time before 
before we need to, but the league fixtures have been produced, right? They're produced in, in the first week of January. Then they were reproduced at the end of the first week in January, because I'm not quite sure why, but there was clearly one or two one or two things that weren't quite right, which I totally get, Sal. You know, there's gazillion fixtures in this league now. So to have one or two that needed ironing iron out doesn't surprise me, but the final fixtures are have been published. North London, where do you boys start? Are you at home or away? So we start our campaign. Actually, interesting, I've got them in a couple. We're playing North Acton at home. So we'll be seeing each other in the space of six weeks twice, I think, roughly. Yeah, yeah you'll be dreaming about those guys before long, aren't you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll be well acquainted, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so so you guys start there. We we, we play Wickham House. That is a local derby. That's a good one, right. yes. Yeah, close, yeah, no, not too far to travel for that one, is it? For the Wickham yeah, House, and we've got a few links to Wickham. I know you're... Yeah, we're away, and we, we're, we're away at the end. I think that looks like it's a pattern. We, we start also quite, we finish also quite close home. We're at, at Barnes, which... One member of Barnes described it to me as the A316 derby, which is not a phrase oh, wow. I'd ever heard before. I'm not, it's like the M23 derby, isn't it, between Palace and Brighton. But anyway, yeah. so we finish. And where do you guys finish? You're, you're at home, I suppose, aren't you? Because you're in actually down, yeah. Kenton, is it? It might be correct. Um, I didn't look that far ahead. I kind of was looking at the first sort of couple of weeks and see what's going on. Yeah. Um, well, I'll talk yeah. in the first couple of weeks. Sky Sports have already been in touch, Sal. Have they? Yeah, they're going big. Week two. Okay. Yeah, full coverage of the game on the green when when Twickenham meet North London. So that that that'll be an entertaining yeah. one. I'll definitely be there. Sure, the stream will be going, and then we'll be watching wherever we are. Absolutely, on the yeah. old uh, frog box. Totally. Now, in, I mean, we can't go through. We shouldn't go through the rest of the fixtures now because it's, it's too it's too yeah. far away. Too many. But were there any that caught your eye across the league? Was, if there's in, one that you can say, oh, that looks yeah. Well, in the Prem, we've got a great local derby. So we're the feds from each other, crouching, playing from North Middlesex. That's a real oh, life, yeah. you know, mouthwatering clash, you know, just down to locality. As I said, can't be many clubs sort of closer to each other and location wise, and they're still playing each other. Then in into Division One, as you mentioned, all clubs acting. You guys are, I think, you're always a good game. Traveling away to Wickham House is obviously another local derby, right? Absolutely. It. And I can't remember the last time you played each other in a, in a competitive, competitive league game. Must be going back a few years now. Yeah, we, we, we missed each other when we were going yeah. up and they were going down. So I, I'm really struggling. I remember playing them in cups before in a T20, but mm. I mean, I'll have to really think about that one. Yeah. So that's 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 been, been a few years ago, hasn't it? In terms of Division 2, looking here, Winchwell relegated. They've got a tough one first up, travelling away to Jim Carner, who narrowly missed out last season on promotion. So they'll be obviously hoping to try and make, make sure they're in that promotion spot this season. So that won't, that won't be easy for Wickham House. Division 3... You've got actually two clubs who almost got promotion last season, and they'll, they'll be hoping they're in the mix-up this year. AP taking on Chiswick. And as we go into Division 4, it sort of goes into a bit of the unknown slightly. In terms yeah, of I was getting ever vague when like, I looked down there. I'll have to do a little bit more research before I know yeah. about what's likely to happen there. So there'll be, yeah, there'll be some tasty fixtures down there. And, I mean, we can't... I mean, Lanka Lions was side that was on our sort of radar last season. They're, they're, they're playing Kevin and Chelsea first up. But, yeah, I mean... Just looking again at the fixtures. I mean, into Division Seven. Actually, I'm not sure. I've got clear about either team. Actually, there's no Division Seven picks at the moment, so maybe we're on to those. But Division, Division six. Seven, there's not ten teams. So I suspect they uh, start a bit later. Yeah. Okay, makes sense. I mean, look, I'm going to Division Six. I, 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 I said I washed my hands of them, but I still can't. I know where you're going. Got anything? I'm going, don't you, Dan? Everyone knows yeah. where I'm going. This one, Stallions. It says they're away to Regent's Park. I mean, I've just got to let go of them, Dan. I, I don't know. I might see someone about this and get some get some help. There's, there's, there's so many headlines there. The Stallions yeah. on the rampage in Regent's oh, mate, Park. I mean, it's just like it's a gift from heaven, that, isn't it? We asked North London, you know, look at next, look at their fixtures next. Why am I doing that for? <laughs> they just got to me now. You know, they've hurt me you so much. Everything, <laughs> I want, I want, you know, I want some some support in somewhere or another. But yeah, so yeah, as I said, yeah, really, really look forward to seeing the start. 
January is that kind of month for me where it's it's a bit like you know, facing the newborn a real down oh, we're working in April. Just want to get through it. Yeah. Know? And then once you've done that, things get a lot easier. So let's get yeah. through January. We've had some miserable weather right lately, and even the last two, three days wind wise. Then soon soon will be upon us. And we can look forward to sunnier sunnier days and Lights in the clubhouse with your friends, having a good time and watching good cricket, playing good cricket, and I'm playing good cricket. Yeah. Well, you look for some signals, don't you? I went to pick up my boys from school and it was, they went to an after school club and it was still light today. So yeah. it definitely wasn't still light at this time when I picked them up, whenever it was last week. So little things, days are getting longer, mate. Cricket's around the corner. Yeah. yeah. We're in the new year, aren't we? Yeah. Now, talking yep. about the weather, just before we finish off, some people who are linked to the league will be having much better weather in the next sort of few weeks' time. I don't know if people know there's England over 40s side that's taking part in the World Cup in South Africa this year. And we've got some MCCO representation taking place in that. So Alan Jones, when we score, he does a lot of work in Middlesex. Fantastic guy. I think he does listen to the pod. I hope he listens to this one. So he's going to be scoring for the England team. So he'd have a nice little uh, couple wow, of weeks. Sounds great. Town. Yeah, from 17th February to the 1st of March. I mean, I imagine the standard of cricket will be really good because you've got, I mean, England squad has got ex-pros in that side. You've got Darren Stevens playing and we've got a couple of guys from East, and Ben Fraser who's playing the league and now moves back to Harpenden. He's in, he's in the squad. So I imagine the quality cricket out there will be really, really top, top, top cricket. All these guys who are picked will play pro cricket still. And I'm sure the other nations will have players who played at a regular level. So yeah, so good luck to Alan out there and the rest of the side as he heads out. Actually, the manager of this guy also called Chris May. He's been going back a few years now. So those of yesteryear knowledge, I'm sure Jeff Blackmore will know him. Chris Mays played for Finchie Ospina, very good cricket in it back in his day when Finchie really won the forces in the Premier League cricket. He's the, the team manager. So Alan, Alan Scorey. And also at the moment, we've got the other end of our of our sort of like sort of a spectrum. Yeah, exactly. Good word done. So Seb Morgan, Ealing under nine, Ealing player, played one or two last year just due to communal sets commitments and score commitments. Had a fantastic debut against Stanmore. He's currently in South Africa at the moment with the England under-19 squad who are playing in the under-19 World Cup. I think he's only under-17 at the moment, which I'm, I'm pretty sure he's, which is amazing from him playing two years below his actual, two years up actually. And he played in the first game at Scotland, which they won. So, you know, he's, I think the game is actually on Sky as well, I think sometimes. I was going to say, can we see any of this? We probably can, yeah, if we really have a look around. I'm pretty we? sure Sky had some coverage on recent, over the weekend. So yeah, if, if it is on, then England are playing. Keep an eye on young Seb. Really, really highly rated talent at Middlesex. The Ealing guys really speak highly. I mean, Christian really rates him and I can see why. Yeah, and also Middlesex, yeah, really think he's got a great sort of future if he keeps fit and, and healthy. Yeah, so he's one to look out for. Those. So those two guys are definitely going to be having a, a good winter compared to the rest of us in terms of weather-wise. They certainly won't be wearing four layers, will they? Huddled no. up in their living room trying to keep warm, yeah. It did look a bit weird, yeah. Cool. Well, yeah, we'll follow their progress. Great stuff. Just thinking thinking ahead, we've certainly got some plans between now and the end of April. We're, we're looking to get some some interesting guys to join us and, and, and the agendas won't give too much away now, Sal, but right. but there's certainly a number it's of people time, who folks will have heard of and we're, we're going to get them on board to hopefully liven up this cold, wet, wintry part of the year. More on that in, in due course. Sal, thanks very much for your time, as ever. Go well. Fingers crossed the Arsenal keep going forward and I'll chat to you again soon. Brilliant, Dan. Top man. Enjoy. Take care. Cheers, mate. Bye-bye. Sports Social Podcast Network. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.